Change is inevitable. It can be scary, it can be exciting, it can be both at the same time, but it is inevitable. And just like the lives of our characters have changed since the beginning of this podcast, so does the podcast itself change. And with this change, the duties of Dungeon Master are going to fall to me, at least for now. And I'm really excited and also a little bit scared, but I do know you're going to want to hear what happens next. Previously on Party in Peril. I was human once. A knight, actually, if you can believe it. Um, I fought the Dark Elf. Gave him the scars you see on my face. He used some kind of magic against me. Ripped our souls apart. And I woke up in this body. A stranger. I had a family, a wife, a daughter. They fled with him thinking he was me. You know, the cruelest part of it all is I do find myself becoming him more and more. Sometimes I think his thoughts, his muscle memory moves my bodies in ways that are foreign to me. And there are times I feel I remember less of my humanity, I can't remember their names. My family, I mean, or their faces. Can't even remember my own. That's why I drink. It slows the process a bit. And I would rather drink myself into oblivion before I forget my family. You know, there's, there's somewhere out there with him. Well, with me. I have no idea the danger they're in. And maybe I deserve it, and I did some horrible things, Jack, to maintain my status as a knight, to keep my family safe. Maybe I brought it upon myself, but I'm going to find them and reverse this curse put upon me. And I, I kind of like fumble on my words a little bit, like trying to find the, the, the way to say it. I, um, if I, uh, if I ever start acting more out of the ordinary, um, becoming maybe more ruthless, using, using more magics, if I start seeming like someone else, I need you to do two things. For one, I need you to kill me. And for two, I need you to find a man named Halsey. And find out if he has a a woman and child with him. And if he does, I need you to kill him. Halsey. 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 Somewhere below the streets of Fangor Highland, a cloak man finishes his trek through the sewers and opens a door. He grunts the smell and grabs a torch from the wall within. Amid the ambience of dripping water and the occasional shuffle of some small creature hiding from the torchlight, he makes his way through a winding labyrinth. As he draws nearer to his goal, he passes some guards. Some of them are men wearing blue sashes and sharpening their swords. Others are bestial in nature, part human, part something else. Rows of coffins are built into the halls, dozens of them. And through all of this, 
the man doesn't hesitate. He walks with purpose. Eventually, he reaches a large ornate door decorated with various carvings. At the center, a gilded crescent moon with a drop of blood hanging from the tip is adorned with a ruby inlay. Two goat-like men on either side of the door step aside, and it slowly opens as if on its own, and the man steps in. The door closes behind him as if invisible hands were carefully applying pressure. A pale elven woman, white as snow and divinely beautiful, sits on a throne of wood and bronze ahead of him, in a chamber surrounded by dozens of others with similar features, all conversing or sipping on goblets of red liquid. The woman stands, and the room falls silent. Those surrounding her in the room retreat to the shadows beyond the torchlight. The woman stands, and her white sheer dress doing little to hide her form beneath, her head's adorned with a simple tiara of the palest blue, with a dark red ruby resting at its center, above her equally red eyes. The man bows and pulls back his hood. He's pale with scaled skin and piercing yellow eyes, and long black hair with hints of blue as it touches any hint of light. He looks up at the woman before him and says, For the blood and our own. For the blood and our own, she replies with a smile. Lady Anessa, the shipment to Pondalus has been delayed, and the Jarl, Lord Halmath, loses patience. He's threatening to abandon our agreement, and instead pushes the vote for the Lord Garen, the Jarl of Centris, who has promised Pondalus more slaves for the mines. Who is in charge of our delivery? Sir Halsey, and the Pondalans used a captain out of Port Whitley, who has a reputation for not asking questions. However, it seems the outcasts we've been seeking, the ones with the coin, boarded the same ship after the arrangements had already been made. The woman stiffens, her red eyes narrowing. How do you know of this? Are you certain it's them? Yes, my lady. Our spies and the captain's crew verified their likeness and alerted us by scrying glass. They plan to destroy the navigation tools and force the ship into a port near Brashbull. However, they were overtaken by creatures of the sea and put off course. Where are they now? Salt shore, my lady. Sir Halsey assures me he has lain a trap that one of their number cannot refuse. Very well. Obtaining the coin is priority, but demand that Sir Halsey ensure the shipment to Pondalus arrives as soon as the coin is ours, and continue to delay the vote for King by whatever means necessary. We are nearly at checkmate. We cannot afford to lose a single step. I have almost finished translating the inscriptions from the urns retrieved within the tomb. It has been difficult. The cipher within the staff was partially eroded. But the language is celestial, not spoken in aeons. Though I can understand much of it, speaking the incantations correctly will require more study once we have the final part coin to add to the other two. However... Speak quickly, Sedicious. I fear there is another piece needed to unlock the power we seek. A fourth coin? No, my lady. Something else. But I swear by the blood and our own, I will find it. The power of Leith will be yours.
Jack, Avador, Shepard, and Sarah stand before the dilapidated storage house with a drow family eager to reunite. And though all of you are tired and several of you are severely wounded, a man stands between you and that reunion. The wind howls past your ears, occasionally interrupted by the sound of the nearby waves slamming themselves against the rocky shores of Salt Shore. Freezing rain batters against you and you can feel the sting as the icy bits scrape across your faces. The large figure steps forward, the edges of his hardened face and heavy plate mail bearing the sigil as a hand of the Ecclesia. Shepard limps forward, blood dripping from somewhere beneath his armor, and he steps between the figure and the drow woman you rescued from even more Hands of the Nine. I recognize that face, friend, and I'd like it back. Sarah looks over and says, Shepard, who is this man? Uh, I've never seen this guy before. I, I have no idea. The man laughs, and he says, Shepard, is that what you've taken to calling yourself? Have you forgotten who you really are, Sir Edmund Halsey, the witch breed who dreamt of becoming a knight? Though I suppose that's me now, in a way, wearing your skin. In shock, you can see it just register across Shepard's face, and he becomes as pale as someone with with very ebony skin can become like you can see like this sickening feeling kind of crossing his features and the man continues and says oh yes after taking over your body i've been privy to all the tiny things that make you tick the determination of leaving behind the teachings of your coven to become a knight and then a hand and the sickness in your belly when you were commanded to kill the wielders of magic? The guilt that ate at you as you led the crusades yourself to steer them away from your family and your coven? But then the bloodlust you began to revel in. I saw that firsthand. I'd hope you'd remember all this years later. I mean, that's why I'm here, why I came to you, and why I took your family and your life. It was only fair, after all. Look on, Sir Halsey, and admire your great works. And with a, a wave of his hand, you all feel a sickening sense of dread as if a veil of darkness were suddenly removed from you, revealing what was hidden beneath it. And Jack, you see little Keithan holding out his hand, palm up, with the ball bearings loosely held. And then you hear the ball bearings clatter to the icy ground as they slip through the spaces where flesh used to be. Oh, the rotting no. cadavers oh. of the two children begin to lurch forward towards you, their rotted teeth gnashing like a rabid animal. And the woman you believed you risked your lives to save no. rips onto Shepard with her bony fingers wrapping deep into his cloth as she rips a chunk of flesh from his ear. Roll initiative. Wow. Dang. So this was all fake. <laughs> it was like illusion or what? They were illusions, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Plus three. 18. 18. Oh, wow. So are you saying Shepard is Sir Edmund Holsey? That's his real name, yes. That's his real name. Mm -hmm. Did he know that? No, he did not. Oh. He did not remember that. Okay. And the And the human... That is in basically that just played a whole face off Nicolas Cage and, and uh, <laughs> Travolta situation. There may have been some uh, some face off kind of influencing <laughs> this whole thing. Were there doves flowing? <laughs> you two roll against each other real quick. I just want to see who's going to go first. I got 13 on that one. 17. Dang it, should I? Okay. Always going to one up me. I rolled my bad ones as much as I could. <laughs> I request that you don't put fart gas in here again. I, not, not yet. <laughs> no farts. In, in, in this event where we didn't heal up, would she have to stick with the same spells also? Yeah. I mean, not that we even remember what those spells were, but... Except for the gas um, one. The gas it, one, I remember. If, uh, 
if if you're not sure like what's been accounted for, then we'll just go ahead and let her start fresh. Um, otherwise, if you have any that are marked off already, let's keep those marked off. Basically, I want you guys exhausted for this fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fart gas expended. For, yeah, yeah farts, farts have been <laughs> expended. Okay, so Avador, you are up first. So basically how it looks is you have um, the big Halsey guy and the two children zombies directly across from all you guys. And I would say that you and Jack and Sarah are probably all three in a straight line right behind Shepard, who has got one of the zombies, um, the one that was the female drow, is attacking him right now. So the female, I guess the one that's pretending to be his wife, that's the one that's attacking him? Yeah. And then where are the two kids? They are um, a little bit beyond that. So they're just like basically kind of um, across from where Shepard is getting attacked. And uh, Sir Halsey is right by the kids. Yeah. Can you describe the scene as to the cave, like what's in our surroundings? Sure thing. So um, behind you guys is mostly just kind of um, rocks and and, uh, just kind of outcropped from like the the edge of a cliff. Um, I'm going to say behind the uh, zombies and Halsey is that storage place where there's like some wooden crates and things like that, like lots of dilapidated things. Um, to your left, I'm going to say that there's actually um, kind of a, a ledge that kind of drops off. And so on the other side of that ledge is like the actual like sea itself kind of crashing against the rocks, which is why it's like really loud out there and you can hear it so well. So you're real close to this cliff ledge. Um, there's a few boxes and stuff around, like I said, but those are right now kind of not very close to you. Though if you wanted to maneuver behind one, you could reach it within 30 feet, That, but that would take up like your whole move action if you wanted to do any other movements. You'd still be able to attack, though. Just making sure I'm not going to try and grow some spikes where you got hurt last time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what can where I do? Where you got dead what? multiple times. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Okay, I want to use my flame blade. Oh, okay. And so it is, uh, which is also a casting time of one bonus action. All right. To evoke a fiery blade in your free hand, the blade is similar in size and shape to the scimitar, and it lasts for the duration. If you let go of the blade, it disappears, but you can evoke the blade again as a bonus action. You can use your action to make a melee spell attack with the fiery blade on a hit. The target gets 3d6 fire damage. Dang! Okay. So, uh, and this is within a 10-foot radius uh, that I can reach. Bright light is is a 10-foot radius. Dim light, additional 10 feet. Okay, so Uh, you could could hit... That zombie by Shepard, where you are now. Uh-huh. Otherwise, if yes. you want to hit any of the other people, you'll need to move forward a bit. Okay. So, so so to summon the blade is a bonus action, and then her action would be using the blade. Right. Yeah. Can okay. I, got it, got it. 15. You're going to hit that zombo. You're gonna <laughs> hit, so you definitely hit that zombie really hard. So, like, Avador sticks a, a hand up in the air in this fiery... Um, scimitar, if that's how you pronounce it, shows up in her in her in her <laughs> hand, and she just slams it down. Uh, oh, on, can on she this do the zombie. thing? Can she do the thing where she like lifts her hand up in the air and then pulls like a flame out, out of it? Of like, oh, flame out yes, out of her, hand? Out of yeah. her palm. Oh god, right, yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Yes, I love that idea. Just like both <laughs> hands up and just <laughs> you can just yes. hear the the blade ignite out of the hand. Um, That's exciting. Okay, so you are rolling 3d6, right? Uh, Yes. Fire damage? Okay, go ahead and roll that. Which zombie are you attacking? I am attacking... uh, Oh, the woman. His beloved (laughs) ex-wife. Just this, right? Yeah, but three times. Okay. Four. Four. Five. Five. Dang. Dang. So... You, you hit the zombie with that, 
and just their back is just immediately scorched and one of its arms is just completely like burned up and falls off and it kind of like reels back with this sickening scream and lets go of Shepard. Um, we'll say that the arm that burned up was the one that was grabbing him. And, and the, just a little bit of his cloak gets singed too. And Shepard's like, oh, jeez, come on. Like, have a <laughs> watch it. Jeez. Try to save your life, boy. <laughs> uh, Jack, you're up. I'm going to pull out my short bow real quick and just take a shot at the, the, the same target since I clearly saw that she is hurt and is kind of reeling over that. Let me see what I can do. Okay. So I will use that, roll my, um, and how far away were we from them? Are we like 10 feet or something? You're only like, or? like maybe five feet away from that okay. zombie. And oh, okay. you're going to be about like, probably about 25 feet from the others. Okay. okay. Well then scratch that. Let me just pull out my dagger and short sword combo and go in there. My my shimtar, skimtar, skimitar. I don't know. Shima, skimitar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> why is why uh, do they make words skimitar. hard to say? Oh right. yeah, is it is it? Okay, so I'll pull up my skimitar, and uh, since I am attacking from, I guess behind, and her attention is drawn, would I get a sneak attack bonus on that? Yes. Or I guess since she's also in melee range with those others, so. Oh, it's pronounced scimitar. Scimitar. That's what I thought. Okay, scimitar. Or scimitar. scimitar. I don't know. I'm going to go scimitar. I want to say scimitar. That sounds cool. Scimitar All sounds right. cool. Yeah. So my initial attack, short sword, was what was that? Eight plus three. You hit. All right, I got a 13 on the other dagger. Both hit. On the dagger roll. So, okay. Then damage-wise... Uh, 1d6 plus 3 for the scimitar. Uh, scimitar? Yeah. Scimitar. Uh, so, 8 base damage. And, okay, how do you, how are you going to do That thing is done. Attack? Like, oh, okay. that 8 base damage is going to finish it off. So, like, here, I want, I want you to tell me how Jack finishes this zombie off. Okay, so she's, she's reeling from Avador's fiery blade that she, yeah. how did you slash her with it? Uh, let's see. I pull it out. What does a scimitar look like? It's like a little, like a pirate sword. <laughs> yeah, kind of. it's, you think of a pirate sword. That's what it looks like. It's like that curve. Oh, oh, kind oh of thing. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I pull it out from my hands, and then I'm gonna just kind of like flip, almost like a baton, just kind of like a, a swoosh. Oh, like to get like a sweeping strike. Like a sweeping to get her hand off of off of a uh, shepherd. So when yeah. it does that, yeah, that arm yes. is burned off. It is gone. Off, yeah. So it's just. So she's just like shrieking. That zombie's just sh screaming up in the air, all burned up. So she does that, and then while sh her attention is drawn towards uh, Avador, I go up from behind with my my scimitar out. My dagger's out too, but it's not really going to do anything because I immediately just stab her straight through the back with the scimitar, not really thinking it's going to finish her off yet. But you know, here we go. Um, it's not really like a, a through the heart or anything strike. It's just like basic through the back strike. Okay. And I, how does like do, do they like turn to dust? Like what happens? At we'll that say point? that like so she she lets out like one more shriek and then like you, when you shoved it through, it kind of like shattered like that part of the spine and the ribs and stuff. So like some pieces kind of fall and and she just kind of collapses down in like a heap of like bones and stuff, just real dried up. Um, mm. So not quite dust, but she's kind of just a pile at this point. Uh, Shepard's kind of stepping around it like, Ugh. Um, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> can someone sweep that up? We need, <laughs> they don't have a dustpan or a broom. <laughs> Halsey sees that and, and T and the, uh, the two other zombies like begin to lurch forward and he looks he looks angry because he just basically saw, you know, I mean, Shepard had already killed his his wife in the past. And now he just saw like her remains basically just get burned and then torn to pieces, just fall into the ground. So um, he steps forward. He's going to attack Shepard. 
Um, he's going to use, he has a huge sword, like this big great sword. He's going to use that. And let's see if that, that does hit. Ooh, okay. He's going to do 2d6 plus 3 damage. Oh, God. He just got oh. max damage on that. So, Shepard just took a ton of damage, and he is extremely hurt. Just kind of like reeling, basically. Like, he he drops to one knee, and you can see just Shepard is just bleeding out everywhere through, like, his armor and everything. Like, he doesn't have much left in him. Oh, man. Um... One of the zombies, we'll say that this one is, uh, this was Keithan. Keithan? It was Keithan. That was his name, not Keithan. Yeah. Um, he's going to go for you, Jack. Little Keithan. Oh. <laughs> Man, I tried to help you. <laughs> I gave you my ball sack. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I wanted to play with your balls. Uh, does a 13 <laughs> hit you? 13? Yes. It does not. Okay, so uh, the the little zombie that used to be Keithan is like kind of like scrabbling forward, but gets tripped up a little bit over some of the like debris and stuff that's on the ground from this dilapidated storage area, and doesn't quite doesn't quite reach you um, just yet. Um, Shepard is up next. He's going to um, so he's just kind of on his knees and he's looking at Halsey, and he's like. I don't remember killing your family, but I knew I did some terrible things, and I'm sorry for that. I can't change it. But you took my family, and where is the cycle going to end if we just keep doing this to each other? Tell me where my family is. And Shepard casts Eldritch Blast against Halsey. And that is absolutely going to hit because he just crit. Oh, nice. Okay, so... He hits Halsey for 14 damage. Halsey kind of like stumbles backwards a little bit, just kind of like unsure of what happened. Like that shouldn't have hit him as hard as it did. So he's a little like caught off guard. The other zombie, the one that was the the girl, is going to go after you, Avador. Um, That's definitely not going to hit. That was a five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That one just like trips over some stuff and literally falls on the ground and is just getting back (laughs) up. And that was its entire move. Tripped over her mother's ashes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sarah's going to go up and try to help um, Shepard out. She doesn't have any heals left. So she's kind of like, there's nothing that she can really do except. Can I give her my herbalism kit? Do you, do you have one? I do. Okay. Yeah. If you want to, you could toss her the herbalism kit Um, or we'll have, we'll have Sarah grab it from you as an action. And then. We'll um we'll see if she can try to give Shepard a little bit of healing, and she'll do that for her turn. Awesome. Um, Shepard's gonna get a little bit of health back. She's gonna he's gonna get seven health back, which is good compared to zero. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's better than dead. Right. Okay, so uh, that means we're at the top of the round. So Avador. You're actually up now. Awesome. So is the little girl in front of me still? Uh, yeah, she kind of stumbled in front of you a little bit. Yeah, so she's she's right in front of you. How long does that uh, flame blade last? Is that a one round thing? Mm, or? No, I think I... Let's see. Concentration up to 10 minutes. Uh, blade is okay. oh. It lasts for the duration. So, so um, uh, yeah, if you battle. let go of the blade, it disappears, but you can evoke yeah. the blade again as a bonus action. Oh, cool. So, so I you just have that blade now. Yeah, right? you've, yeah. she's, she's pretty battle. much got it for a while because, um, so something I learned recently is that like a round of combat is supposed to only equal like six seconds. Um, oh, yeah, in so real time or something. is a long time. So 10 minutes, rounds. you have got this for a long time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I would like to use my flame blade again and to swoosh over and hit her. Okay. So you're just like a flame dancer right now. You're just Basically. like just it destroying around. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a rave and I'm just like moving my, my fucking like lights <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I told her not to take drugs before the battle. (laughs) Avador pulls out like a light up pacifier that's like flashing lights while she's waving this glowy sticker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm gonna roll 
Yeah. Okay. Wow. Plus six Plus again. Six. So 18. That hits. Hits. All right. And then I'm going to roll my 3d6. Six. Five. That's 11. 12. Okay. All right. That zombie, um, you, you hit her really hard with that sword and she catches fire a little bit. And she's still like able to stand, but she's like she's charred a lot. She's burning. Her movement is slowed a little bit, um, but she's still like gnashing her teeth at you. Like, all right, bitch. Like, if that's how it's gonna be, <laughs> like I'm coming. That is how it's gonna be. That's how it's gonna be. All right. <laughs> As you dance around. <laughs> As you're dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, it's your turn. Uh, okay. I'll I will uh, return the favor to that. The little boy, Keithin, who attacked me. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I will just swing my scimitar at him. Okay. And see what I can do. 15. Does 15 hit? Yes. Four damage. Did you want to hit with, with your other, with another weapon too? Yeah, if I can, if I can hit with my, how does the, how does the dual wielding attack work? Like, what's the disadvantage? Um, there's really no disadvantage to it. Um, I mean, if you have the dual wielding trait, then yeah, yeah you just roll for both weapons. 18 just off the yep. bat, plus definitely 6, hits. so 24. And <laughs> oh, then, uh, yeah, you definitely yeah. hit. Damn. Let's see. Give me my oh. balls back, kid. <laughs> yeah. Give me my balls, want- kid. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my ball sack? And then, uh- <laughs> I trusted you. <laughs> uh, and then just uh, three extra damage. So, I mean, you definitely damaged him a little bit, but, like, he's really not slowing down, like... He's just like scrambling at you. Um, so what I did just to describe the attack a little bit, just like um, if I'm holding my hands almost crossed, and the the swords in the seven swords in the right hand, I kind of like slash it outward. After that action, well, immediately just kind of pull the dagger and kind of jab towards him. So Ooh, yeah. yeah, not a lot of damage, but enough to kind of fend him off a little bit. Yeah, you still stuck him a little bit. You broke a few ribs off. Which he's just kind of like upset about, and he's just not having a good time. <laughs> it's just like, come on, he's man. not having a good day. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, Halsey's up, and he's going to hit Shepard again. He does not hit, so uh, we'll say that um he was so thrown off by the the amount of power that Shepard put into that Eldritch Blast that he did not expect. Shepard to be able to like figure all that stuff out in a body that didn't belong to him. So he's kind of like. A, a little bit like taking it back and, and he's a little distracted now. He's not focused. So uh, he swings his, his great sword at Shepard. Shepard, um, having been healed by Sarah a little bit, can dodge out of the way right there. Keithan's turn. Now you just damaged him, so he's going to go back after you again, Jack. Well, Keithan rolled a natural one. Uh, <laughs> as he Keithan, hurt himself somehow. As Did Keithan runs at you, his his... Real uh, slender um, ankle bone just snaps <laughs> and just gives out below him, and he just kind of falls to the ground and uh, ends up doing two damage to himself. So <laughs> perfect. Um, he stab himself with his own broken ribs. <laughs> yeah, his rib impales him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shepard is going to uh, try to hit uh, Halsey again. Um, and that is a hit and he is going to, he's using his rapier. This is the one guys. I got it. You got it. Um, okay. So he does eight damage with the rapier. Um, so Halsey gets hit again and, uh, is just like, you know, thinking that this was going to be an easy win. Like he thought he had this huge elaborate trap and and now he's just like, you can see on his face, he's getting a little like, he's a little weary now because he's like, this isn't going where I thought it would be. But Shepard yells again, like, where is my family? I left them back home in Eslim years ago as your wife began to get wise after the first several times I had her. Mm. But that daughter of yours, she's a sharp one. And powerful. More powerful than you would have ever been. But we'll see how far that power gets her. 
as the hands will be descended upon that village in less than a fortnight to slaughter all of them, just like you led them to slaughter my family. I've never been a man of much creativity, but I do have to say, this has turned out to be quite poetic. With that said, that little exchange, the girl zombie's turn, she's still going after Avador. Well, that's a 12, so I'm gonna guess that doesn't hit you, Avador. No, that actually does. It does? Yeah, because I have any Okay, love. all right. <laughs> um, so she's going to, um, she's I just going to, like, armor. slam you with, with, like, her clawed, like, bony fingers and stuff. I use my flame <laughs> sword to just, like, hey, get away from me, bitch. <laughs> hey. Just, hey, help. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't okay. notice. You're still dancing around That's anyway. That's true. I'm high. It didn't hit you for that much, though. It only hit you for about five damage. Sarah's turn. Sarah's going to go after Halsey, but she does not hit. She swings her mace, and after that little exchange with Shepard, kind of like throwing everyone off about, you know, he's, he's sending the hands of the Ecclesia to go slaughter this entire village of witches and, and people that Shepard knew in his former life. Sarah's a little thrown off that it's the hands that are doing it and that this guy attacking them is technically a hand. So she completely misses. Avador, it's your turn. Get off me, girl. Gonna <laughs> swing again. E. Eight. 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 Yeah, you actually hit. Ooh, oh, wow. That was shocking. <laughs> Zombies aren't very sturdy. <laughs> Six. Just throws it off the table. Yep, yep, yep. Almost. Nine. Avador, what does it look like when you destroy this zombie? Um, die, trash. (laughs) 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 You got like so southern all of a sudden. (laughs) Die, trash. (laughs) Die, trash. (laughs) Now you're a southern belle. (laughs) Uh, so, So she was trying to distract me by like, uh, hitting me, I just sort of like uh, swipe and get her her head and her neck off. Just and so right. she just dies immediately. Yeah, the head just comes flying off with that swing of your your flame sword. And, yeah, and I'd uh, like her head to be on fire when it lands. On it's the on fire. It's just a flaming <laughs> yes. head on the ground, sitting on top of a little pile of bones. <laughs> and it, uh, the the fire spreads and just you have a tiny little bonfire going now to warm you up. Um, I mean, it's all icy cold out there, and now you can get a little warmth. Just I like I like the idea, or not even the idea. I just like your request of like I would like her head to be burning on the ground, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kindest anyone's ever asked for violence. So nice. Please make so, that happen. So considerate. Uh, Jack, you're up, and you're warmed by this nice little fire over to the side. (laughs) Yeah. It catches my attention for a second. I'm like, okay, focus, focus. Okay. Uh, (laughs) My hands are so cold. (laughs) Go back on the attack against um, Keithan with my, uh, first with my scimitar. Hmm. Well, they're not very sturdy, you say. I got a nine on the first one. Yep. Hits. Okay. So I will just roll that damage first. Six damage on that one. Then do my quick little bonus attack. So 15 on the second one to attack. And then, okay. And then four extra damage. So, so you, you hit him pretty hard. He is like just barely, his body is barely holding together, but he is still like, he's like dragging that one leg behind him and he's kind of like, crawling forward just inch by inch just pieces of him just starting to fall apart yeah I, li- I like that imagery of him just kind of falling apart as his, he's still uh, his jaw is kind of hanging like cocked a little bit to one side just hanging open and he's just shrieking at you as as he moves forward mm. um Halsey is up he's still determined to hit Shepard and he does he just slams this great sword, swings it sideways, just clubs Shepard 
right in his in his uh, left arm, and you can just see like Shepard's just shoulder and collarbone just crack, just like his arms just hanging there, very very limply, and he falls to one knee again. Shepard's still alive, but um, he is once again barely alive. It's a uh, Keithan's turn. That poor little thing is just still. <laughs> Somehow he's still kicking. Jack, 16. Does that hit? Oh, that does, yes. Okay. So Keithan's ready for some revenge here. <laughs> Even though you did give him balls to play with, he's just like, <laughs> he's not being really appreciative. With I'll it, be taking those balls back, thank you. He hits you for seven damage. Okay, so I have, I just got a move at fifth level called Uncanny Dodge. Okay. So when an attack that you can see... An attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can mm-hmm. use your reaction to half the attack's damage against you. So I'm assuming okay. it would round up, so at that point it would be four damage? It would do four damage, yep, that's right. Okay. You want to use that? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to use that. So Okay, so only four damage that. to you. With reactions, is that once per round? So if I got multiple attacks against me, it would only work the, Just on the, the first one. attack. Yeah. Got it, okay. So uh, you see the you see his clawed hand coming at you, and you kind of dodge a little bit. You're not quite able to get completely out of the way, but it's sort of like a glancing blow, and just like hits off of your shoulder. So it, like the the claws kind of dig into your skin a little bit, but it could have been so much worse if it would have hit you. Yeah, that that feels very roguish to me. I like that dodge ability. Shepard's turn. He's just gonna. He's in a bad way. He's just kind of gonna try to eldritch blast again. Um, against Halsey here, um, and he misses. So mm. he he sends his his blast, but he's just so beaten down. Like there's just not enough left in Shepard to to really keep it going, and just completely misses. Like not even close. Sarah is up, and Sarah hits. She uh, slams this mace right into Halsey's chest, and you can see his plate mail start to crack a little bit, just hits him so hard. Definitely does some damage to him, but he is still, he's still feeling pretty ready to fight. So it doesn't look like he's slowing down at all, but his plate mail did crack right down the center um, of his chest. Mm. Um, Avador, you are up. Am I close enough to attack Halsey? Yes. All right, that's who I'm going after. It's Halsey and then the little Keithan zombie still standing. Uh, I'm going to go towards Halsey. 17 Ooh. plus 6. Yes, that hits. <laughs> 23. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Definitely hits. So 16. 10. 16. 16. Wow. Wow. Avador's, uh, you were using this, the Scimtar again, right? I yes, forgot how to yes. say it again already. Simtar? God. Simtar, yeah. Use your fiery Simtar. You, uh, Simtar. you aim right for that, that crack that Sarah put in the chest of his armor and you could just feel the, you can see the fire just kind of suck into it as it hits and, and disperse through his body. So like he just gets burned all over the place when when you hit him. Um, and he is very bloodied. Nice. Jack, you're up. Okay, so I'm just going to hopefully finish this guy off with my scimitar first uh, with Keithan. Uh, yeah, so 13 plus three, so 16 hits. Yes. And then seven damage. You, he's, yeah, he's done. So how okay. do you, how do you envision this going? <laughs> okay. I, I, so I thought a little bit about this. So I'm going to, uh, since I saw that his legs are kind of weakened at first, I'm going to just like do a, a slash through those first to just try to down him. You know, I, I guess he also crumples like the, the woman did in a similar way. So I, I slash his legs out from under him. He falls to the ground and he's down for the count. And then since I can, I read about, I was reading this while we were doing mm-hmm. the other attacks, but I can still use my bonus action to attack another target. Yes, if he's can. not in melee range, he is at least in throw range. And since, it's, since it's a dagger, I can throw it. So is Halsey in melee range or is yes, it he throw is. range? He's in melee he's, range. Okay, yeah, okay he's then I'm going enough. to also turn and... Uh, jab at him with the dagger. So let me see okay. if I can hit with that. Ooh, yeah. So dang, that was almost a twenty. Uh, nineteen plus six, definitely so hits. twenty-five. Yeah, you definitely hit him. And then it'll be a light damage, but it'll be something. Uh, four damage. So you you uh in in addition to that, where his uh his 
plate mail opened up and, and he had been burned up, you just jab that dagger right into that opening, right in his chest. And he falls to one knee. Um, and you can tell like he is literally like blood is starting to just pour out of his mouth. And you know that this is the end for this guy. But he looks up at Shepard and you can hear him kind of start whispering something that, that just doesn't really, it doesn't make sense to you. It's a language that neither of you guys know. The blood dripping from his mouth is like mixing with the icy rain and just kind of running all through his armor, which is kind of smoking from all of the fire damage that he took. Um, and his his eyes turn like this wild red, like an untamed fire, and he begins uh, chanting more and more. And then he screams, and at the same time, you see Shepard hit the ground and scream also. And you can kind of see this... Um, almost like the image of an elf just but made of fire start crawling its way out of Halsey and likewise with Shepard you can see the image of a man pulling itself out of Shepard but also like you can see it's kind of being dragged by its arms like it's shackled or something like it's not trying to leave um, whereas the, the elf one is definitely trying to pull itself out of this body um and you, Jack, you knowing um, Shepard's story because he told you what happens, you know that this guy is trying to do it again, trying to swap the souls to put Shepard in this body that's dying. No, we need to stop him. He's trying to take his body back. What? He's trying to put Shepard in the damaged body. He's going to kill Shepard if he goes back in it. Are you saying they're exchanging the souls within the bodies? Yes, that's what I understand. We have to stop this. And I, I wouldn't know necessarily how to stop it, but at least yeah. putting it out there. Here's what we'll do. We're gonna we're gonna try this. Sarah's gonna step up and say, I, I don't have a lot of magic left, but I feel like if we can concentrate enough, I might be able to try to direct any magic that we might have towards just interrupting this thing. And so let's have everyone make a um everyone make a charisma, just a straight up charisma, uh, a saving throw actually. Uh, 13 for me. 18 for me. Jack, you don't have a lot of magic to offer, so it's just yeah. not working so well from you. Um, <laughs> but Sarah, basically, Avador just kind of, you can almost, like, feel the, the, the magic kind of pouring off of Avador's body and kind of, Sarah's just kind of has a, a, a hand on her shoulder and, and is just trying to try to help absorb this thing to kind of aim whatever magic she and Avador have just right at the middle of this spell to try to interrupt it. It would not have worked with Sarah or Jack's rolls, but yours was high enough, Avador. Uh So this, basically this bolt of almost like divine looking golden energy hits the center of these two fiery representations of those two right as they're about to like cross past each other. And they both just go flying right back into their bodies from where they came from. Shepard falls backward, hits the ground. Halsey, you can see that he's crawling forward a little bit and he's cursing at you. And then eventually just stops crawling and hits the ground and is no longer moving. Man. Halsey's dead. Shepard almost got Captain ginyu I know. Shepard reaches in his, uh, he's got like a little pouch on him. And he pulls this pouch up, this leather pouch, and um, hands it to you, Jack. And he says, open this and pour it on his blasted body. I do that. No, I open it up. (laughs) I open it up and pour it on him, yeah. And then Shepard looks at Avador and he says, light him up. I'm going to put my flame blade down and touch it like, on its body and then boosh just this huge flame just immediately engulfs this body and it just starts burning but Shepard immediately hits the ground and is not moving no Shepard and he is not responding at all Sarah jumps down to his side and is just kind of like taking a pulse and she's like he's still alive I don't know why he's not responding. 
I'm I'm down there while she's done it, kind of like shaking him a little bit, like not like violently, but just enough to try to like shake him awake. And he, nothing. He's not moving. All right. Um, this is Sarah speaking. <laughs> just because I'm not used to doing Sarah's voice, so I'm like yeah. trying to find something. Hi, Sarah. Um, <laughs> help help me carry him. Let's get him back to the ship. I uh, I mean, I try to help lift as much as I can. Okay. Anyway. Sarah kind of hoists him up a little bit. She's kind of taking sort of the bulk of him, like um, kind of under his arms and stuff like that. And you're kind of supporting his legs a little. And you guys start heading um, back towards the ship where um, Captain Stein and his men were going to start unloading the barrels. Right. Um, since Jack had been scouting a location to um, to store them. However, you see that the, some of the barrels have... Uh, started being unloaded. Um, you can kind of see a lot of them actually still up on the deck, but they're out of the um, the hold where they were. Um, and once you cross the the little plank onto the ship, um, you see that you've interrupted some sort of argument between Captain Stein and a lot of his men. You see that Stein is flanked only by two of his crew members. Uh, one of them. Uh, well, you recognize both of them. They've been around on the ship, you know, just kind of um, doing their um, shiply duties, mopping, tying knots, whatever people do on ships. I imagine just <laughs> tying knots Speak all day. Speak like sailors. Yeah. Uh, one of them's a, a halfling woman, and she's got some knives drawn, and then there's a half-elf male with an arrow notched pointing at who you recognize as the first mate and the remaining four survivors are kind of him. And you can kind of see that the first mate with those men had been arguing with Captain Stein and the two that are backing him up. But also, on the side of the first mates and his um, friends are three hands of the Ecclesia and uh, four bandit men and women that you see are all sporting blue sashes. Uh-oh. Mm. Kind of woven between all of them are, are several of the barrels um, that used to be in the the hold before containing that powder that you guys just used on Halsey's corpse. The first mate at seeing you guys board the ship looks very surprised to see you guys. And uh, he suddenly looks very, very nervous. Thanks for listening to this episode of Party in Peril. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends or digit friends on social media and use the hashtag NerdSloth so we can thank you for your support. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, uh, give us a rating, all those things that can help out the show. It's like rolling a nat 20 every time. See you next episode. Presented by NerdSloth. A place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, catch us on YouTube and Twitch or visit us at nerdsloth.com.